Hello and welcome to the Get Pucks Deep podcast. I'm John. And I'm Zach. And I totally didn't screw up the beginning of the recording at all. Mm-mm. And I definitely don't have a doggo at my feet right now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, on this episode, we're going to be previewing the Clarkson Golden Knights series and recapping the Ferris series. And along with some... Let's go tech. Which one? Both tech. Exactly. Um... And in addition, we got our usual NCAA game results and then changing it up a little bit in the NHL. Uh, the great coach extinction is 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 upon us. Dun, dun, dun. And by that, I mean, fun fact, uh, no coaches were fired last season. Really? Not one? Yep. Nope. Huh. And that's after Ottawa. I don't understand them. The, yeah. Not, nothing <laughs> about that team makes sense. I know, but no, last year they were awful. Oh, yeah, and, I know, uh, I know. The coach wasn't fired. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's because we're a team. And as they say in hockey. Let's do that hockey? Yeah. Anyways, um, moving on here, uh, we'll start with our first period of tech hockey. Um, Ferris State. How did that go, Zach? You were actually at the game. That was a great series. Uh, a lot of offense going back and forth. A lot of really good plays. Uh, I just got to say right away, that fourth goal for Ferris on Friday night, one of the filthiest goals I've ever seen. That deflection was sick. It didn't really come through on the replay. We looked at it uh, after the game. We pulled up the, the YouTube highlights, and you couldn't see it quite as well as we did in person. And Wow, what a deflection. Cool, cool. Um, I watched via stream because I couldn't uh, actually leave the UP because of the dog. Poor you. You have a dog. She's kind of a handful right now. She's she's an attention. A very needy dog. Anyways, so we had Michigan Tech winning 5-4 to four on day one and then 4-3 to three on day two. Um... How would you describe the games? Would you say that they were probably really physical and closer than we would like? I would say they were physical. I thought they'd be pretty close games, to be honest, so I'm not really disappointed with how close they were. Uh, They were definitely physical. Uh, The refs were definitely uh, actually calling a little bit more than I expected. Uh, I believe it was Saturday night there were 14 penalties, um, which feels like a lot, especially since I think the third period they didn't really call much at all, so it was mostly in the first two periods. Uh, when they called those 14 penalties. Um, I would say that Tech looked good offensively. Defensively, it was all right. Penalty kill was pretty bad. Uh, but the one thing to note was that I thought Uccini stepped up a lot this week. Uh, I know that he got the two goals on Saturday, and obviously that looks good. But I would say just even on Friday, he wasn't getting any goals, but he was getting a lot of chances, and he really looked like he was one of the best, if not the best player on the ice, which is what we need from him this year. Cool. Um, the reason I worded that the way I said, I said, or the reason I worded it that way was because that's how I wrote my, my uh, preview, which uh, I, I got it right again. Good job. Thanks. Just Except for you didn't just, get the sweep. Yeah, I did. Oh, you called, oh, I thought you had... I called the sweep in the preview. Sorry. I called the split on podcast, the podcast. Podcast, you called the split, right? Yeah, after, after, I I called do- it. after I dug a little yeah. deeper, I, I, I called the sweep. That is actually, you're right, that is correct. Yep. Um, the dog is now sitting underneath my computer table, 
breathing hot air on my legs. This is great. All of the dog updates. That's all this podcast is today, I guess. Yep. Um, anyways, um, I was kind of dumbfounded again. I was pretty close on the previews. I'm just tooting my own horn now. Sorry. Yep. I just, I feel special. That's all. You are special. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, buddy. Gotcha. Definitely my best friend here. Um, anyways, moving on. Tech, um, Tech Hockey Guide um, article is being written. Um, well, I haven't started yet, but it's it's going to be written. And then we'll probably see like an old dog article or something again middle of the week. I have no idea. I just submit it and then they, they, they do it, do their stuff. Do the thing. Yep. Anyways, Tech Hockey Guide. Hit them up. They're a great source for independent tech hockey news. John's not biased at all. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you are biased. <laughs> That's why I said it that way. Anyways, um, next we have the Joe Sean Hour, and we actually got some actual news. Yeah, last last week was uh, was pretty boring uh, for a Joe Sean Hour. Not a lot of hot, spicy news coming out of it, but uh, this week, a little bit more so. Yeah, um, I was surprised he commented on that podcast with uh, Johnny Walker from ASU. I have still have nothing to say about that man. No, I know. There's nothing to say. I just oh, I I found know, it funny. Saying, I, 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 yeah. I just found it funny that he actually commented on it. That's all. Yep. That's that's fair. Yep. So, anyways, the main I got three main takeaways from the Joe Sean Hour this week. Um, basically, if you can help on the penalty kill, you're on the you're on the game day roster. <laughs> I can't really blame him. the The penalty kill really looks like our weakest point. Uh, during the Ferris series, um, yeah, was, we we're kind of. Pretty, I think, I think we're fifty sixth in the country out of sixty. Yeah, is that good? No, 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 it's not. No, no it's not. Um, Clarkson is just either below us, above us, or below us from what I what I saw. Anyways, well, um, we are at least wor- they're bad too. We're working on the uh, improving the penalty kill, of course. So that that's also what he mentioned. And then the last interesting note was on goaltending for this week. Um, Carroll will start. At least yeah, one game this this series. I, will. I saw you mentioned that during the the post game interview as well on Saturday, that um, Baden was going to make his job really tough because he came in and looked really good, but he had already told Caro he was going to get a start yet this weekend, or this com- upcoming weekend I should say. Yeah, my my uh, question so is then is who's going to be is are we going to have three goalies traveling? I say leave Jurisic at home. I mean Baden's looked really good when he's come in. Sounds like Caro's been doing fantastic in practice. And he wants to give him another shot. Take take the two of them. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Um, I think our defense is also getting a little tighter and more solid as well, so that will help with the goalie stats, partly at least. Yeah, I'd agree with that, though it's going to hurt having uh, Meek being out for a bit. We don't know how long he's going to be out. but Yeah, there weren't uh, any updates on that. We're also still missing Jackson and Goats. Mm-hmm. And I tried to dig around through some people, and I couldn't find any updates on them either, so we're still in the dark. Yep. So moving on here, we got our Clarkson preview here. Um, I didn't go too deep into it this week; just been really busy. Um, but for the most part, we both have horrible penalty kills. Um, Clarkson is probably pretty even with Tech again. I know we say this every weekend; it's going to be an even series for the most part, and we should. It's going to oh, be a hard fought say win. that for a couple of the series. Okay, uh, so. I mean for Alabama Huntsville. But we knew we were going to win, and against Duluth, we did not think it was going to be a very easy, even series. We thought that we were going to be even, evenly matched. That's what I think we said. I don't think we said that. I think we said, at least what I remember saying, was Duluth was going to be the better team, 
but I thought we'd sneak one out at home. Okay, okay, you might be right then. Um, anyways, um, the biggest differentiating thing between us and Clarkson is we have more freshmen, and our penalty or our power play is freaking amazing this year. Yeah, it's it's been real good. We're 11th in the country right now in the power play percentage, while Clarkson is in the mid 30s. Right. Yep. I didn't want to dig and count, so it's fine. Anyways, um, we have basically Clarkson actually has four starters on their goalie, or uh, four start or four goalies on their roster. Blech. And um, their de facto starter has been Jake Kelly. He's a junior, and um, this year his stats aren't too bad. Um, he has a two six nine um, goals against average and a nine oh seven save percentage. He's four four and zero. And then um, the interesting thing to note here is the big difference between this year and last year. Because last year, after some thirty nine games ish, he had uh, he had a one eight two goals against average and then a nine two nine save percentage, which is just insane. Yeah, Clarkson actually had one of the best save percentages in all of the league last year uh, with him in that. I think they were in top five. Yeah, so it's kind of makes you wonder if the blue line is just a lot of turnover or not. Yeah, you have to imagine that they've lost a few guys on defense. Um, Yeah, here, I'll check their roster real quick. Position. Defense, we have one... Two no one. They have Just one. one new defenseman. Uh no two two new defensemen. So it's not their blue line. Okay. Well, I mean, depends who they lost. If they lost their best two defensemen and brought in two freshmen, everyone had to move up, and yeah, it could be. Yeah, very true. Um, they have a pretty young forward core though. A lot of ju- a lot of freshmen there, and then they have they're rocking four goalies for whatever reason. Okay, um, and then if Jake Kelly isn't getting the start, um, we might see uh, Nick. Do you want to take a crack at this? Katinovichow. Something Finnish, right? Katinovichow. Okay, Katinovichow. There we go. Um, That's my guess. He came in against the their last match on November 10th. They only had a one-game-away series um, at Constantius. Can, how do you say that? Canisius? Canisius, I think. Canisius. Anyways, um, we'll, we'll hear about the, our pronunciation from our friend later. Um, he, from his coming in to that one game, he has a 216 goals against average and, a, and then a 2 or 9-2-3 save percentage. So, again, it's, a, it's another even matchup. Um... So we'll go back to their last game here. They lost against Canisius Cansius College. It's some small private university on Kansas. the East Coast. Anyways, Clearly. they lost three to six. And the big thing to note from this game is four out of those six goals came on the power play. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the key to winning this series is to draw penalties. Yeah. One. That that two. sounds pretty pretty likely. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They went four for seven on the power play. Oh my god! Ouch! <laughs> it's like us going five for eight against Wisconsin game one. Yeah, sounds sounds a lot like that. Yep. So their power play numbers or their penalty kill numbers are just abysmal. So if our good power play and their 
mediocre penalty kill meet each other, we should be okay. Oh, she's sleeping now. Oh. Anyways, um, moving on here, do you have anything else you want to add about this series or anything tech-related? Uh, no, I don't think I have anything else I really want to want to mention. Okay. Um, I just want to mention my frustration still waiting for my black jersey on that custom jersey order. That's all. <laughs> should be mid-November. Fingers crossed. Anyways, moving on to the second period of NCAA hockey. Um, our traditional plug the CHN app because it's amazing. I don't care if I get a sponsorship or not. I'm going to plug them. Um, Use it. Hmm? Use it. Yes. Oh, sorry. Okay, so do you want to do the matchups, or do you want me to take it? I'll take a few of them, at least. Go ahead. So, the matchup that I was looking at last weekend uh, with some interest it was the Arizona State versus Michigan State, and Arizona State swept Michigan State out in Arizona, uh, which will give you a little sneak preview. It leads to Arizona State getting ranked this week. That's surprising. First time in their history, I do believe. I think they were, what, 19th? Uh, 18th. 18th, I do okay. believe. I did not, uh, disappointingly. I, I did not Michigan. include that. Oh, go ahead. I did not include that in the polls and ranking no- news. Yeah, I, f- yeah. I, I saw that. My bad. Uh, disappointingly, Michigan split with Notre Dame, and Wisconsin split with Minnesota. How is Minnesota uh, still ranked when they have, like, two wins? Um, I don't know. Um, I, I call it Big Ten biased TM. Medium seven biased, you mean? Sorry, TM. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, you want to yeah, hit us up with the next one? Nah, take it away. Okay, um, so we got some huge points here. We got a football game going against Penn State and Robert Morris. Penn State uh, gives them a little thumping, 11-6. to six. That's a weird football score. Yeah, well, they missed some field goals, and they got a safety, and... Uh, yeah, it, it was it was not a clean game. Sure. What? No, you can get eleven points, can't you? You you can. Yeah, you have to get like three field goals and a safety, or no, you can get you can, you can get a touchdown, miss the extra point, and get a safety, and then get two safeties. No, no, and then a safety and a field goal. Yeah, safety. Or okay. you could get a touchdown, a field goal, and go for two points in the touchdown. Okay, there we go. That's probably the most likely one. But safeties are more fun. Yes, but that doesn't mean it's likely. Yeah. Um, next up, we had Massachusetts over Providence in a single-game series. So that's impressive. Massachusetts seems like the real deal this year. It's going to be exciting seeing how that program does. They've been kind of lackluster these past couple of years. With um, the last the last thing in my memory is UMass um, Lowell, their other campus in Massachusetts, was pretty decent a couple of years ago. That much I remember. Yeah, they did have a pretty solid team a few years ago yeah and then last but not least here besides our WCHA stuff we have Miami splits with Nodak so that's actually kind of Woo. impressive and I don't know how how they went down in a rank after splitting with Nodak but what, what do you're I know you're the Hawks now what you're the Hawks now <laughs> the fighting Hawks so moving on here we have our WCHA out of recap um, again, I think that's going to be one of the last ones we do this year until like GLI. We are still a lot better this year. Bemidji splits with Merrimack, which is surprising as all get out. So Bemidji kills them eight to three on day one. And that then was crazy. That was a good game. They and then three one. Saturday, Merrimack won one to nothing. Shut them out. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah, and then we have Cornell sweeping our good old friends in Marquette, who we aren't really friends with, NMU. It's always tough to see 
Marquette play against an out-of-conference opponent because you want both teams to lose, and it just can't happen. How do you think I felt about Michigan playing Notre Dame? Uh, I'd rather have Notre Dame win. I'd, I'd rather have both teams lose. Like Yes, but that's not possible. Like, no score, the power goes out in the arena, and they both take losses somehow due to some weird bylaw that was enacted in, like, the late 60s. I'm here for this. <laughs> <laughs> but with Mark, with Northern against any out-of-conference opponent. Yeah. The game just doesn't happen. It just gets erased from the schedule. I'm yeah, here for this. Sounds about right. Okay, so our WCHA recap here. We had the University of Alaska Fairbanks and Lake Superior State. Uh, they tied game one and then Alaska won. Yeah. How? So, uh, that's the thing that happened. Um, I'll yeah. be honest if there was going to be a team that I was expecting to do well out of Alaska in terms of like pulling off an upset I would have said Anchorage um, Fairbanks is actually not played too terrible um, but, but the Carlson Center but the Carlson Center but like Alaska's played pretty much how you expect them to play. Yeah, which I I'd guess say so. Is pretty accurate, but like Anchorage is solidly underperformed in every category, and you're like they just they have to regress, right? And they're shooting like four and a half percent on the year. No one's shot under like six point five percent since Arizona State's first year when they shot like five <laughs> percent on the season, like. Everyone else is pretty much like if you're awful, you shoot like seven percent, and Anchorage is at four or five right now. They're going to play better. They're going to score more goals. It just is unheard of to shoot that poorly for an entire season. So I wouldn't be surprised if Anchorage ends up pulling off a a big upset at home, where they you know all of a sudden they actually get a few bounces and they they score a few goals, and it's like oh well wait a minute they can actually win a game. Uh, just to regress to the mean a little bit. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, then our next game here, or next series, I should say, was Bowling Green State University against the University of Alaska Anchorage, and I'll be damned, they tied game one. Yes, they did tie game one, but not the <laughs> way I would have expected it. Wait, they tied really? zero to zero. Oh, I was, okay. I was expecting them to, to, at some point, pull off an upset similar to this one, where they would win a game by... You know, scoring like four or five goals, um, something like that. No, we can't, my we can't expectation. Have that. We're, we're going to have them tie. But yeah, no, them tying is still shocking against Bowling Green. Yeah. Which is in- it's interesting because that game was kind of the, that was the perfect time for everyone to regress to the mean because Bowling Green went in shooting like 15% or something dumb. <laughs> and they're down to like 12 and a half now or something like that. But they were shooting the lights out. And so I was like, okay, Bowling Green's going to slow down at some point. And I was expecting at some point Anchorage would, you know, step it up. Anchorage didn't really score anything all season, all, you know, all series. But but Bowling Green's scoring definitely slowed down. Yeah, for sure. And then we had Bowling Green winning game two, three to nothing. And then moving on here to uh, power rankings, I guess, or polls and ranking news. Um, our USCHO poll this week was UMD number one again because... Because Duluth. 
Bulldogs. U-M-D. Bulldogs. And then we actually had five WCHA teams receiving votes and ranked. Um, Cato was third. BGSU stayed, um, basically Cato and Bowling Green stayed the same at third and tenth. And then Bemidji received votes, LSSU received votes, and more importantly, the Michigan Tech Huskies are now receiving votes again. All okay, we're dropping the V. That's not <laughs> happening again. Maybe Don't like worry. your Michigan Tech Huskies or just like Michigan Tech Huskies or the Michigan Tech Huskies. We're not the Michigan Tech Huskies. We're not that elite. Yet. No, like even when we're that good of a hockey team, we're not that like snobby. Oh, that's what you meant. Like the Ohio yeah, State. Like I mean like the Ohio State University. Like just a that, just a bunch of people who like have elitist, silver spoons shoved up like, their uh, what? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, moving on here to the USA Today poll. We had UMD at number one again, Cato at third, Bowling Green at tenth, and then Bemidji receiving votes. So just I'm, I'm actually surprised that Bemidji was receiving votes for for the USA Today poll, but good. Not complaining, but I mean, they did lose to Merrimack, but anyways. Yeah, but they did warm out one day, so yep. there's that. So, so moving on to our third period, we have uh, the great coach extinction. So, so far we have John Stevens from the Los Angeles Kings and Joel Quinville from from the Chicago Blackhawks, both being fired slash relieved of their duties is in a nice way to saying you're fired. Get out of here. You suck. Thanks, even though I would like to thank Stan Bowman for firing Joe Quinville because clearly it's the coaching staff even though we haven't still won a game after we fired him it's definitely not the team we put together yep definitely the coach yep definitely yep I really hope Scotty Bowman is still alive a good idea. I really hope Scotty Bowman's still alive and yelling at his son right now <laughs> brutal yeah anyways I mean, do you blame him though like what are you gonna do just like as moment or you're just gonna be like well it was my fault I'm gonna step down like or you could he say he still wants his job why don't we try to fix it well he's trying to fix it but you can't yeah. just you wanna, you wanna know what the problem is Kane, Taze, Seabrook, Keith all have no trade clauses in their oh, contracts yeah. no, I, I'm not saying that your team is good or the contracts are good or that it's gonna be easy to fix I'm just saying that typically when things go poorly someone's gonna get cut and the GM's not going to cut himself, and he can't get rid of the players without trading them away, and they're not particularly tradable right now. So the other option is sit around and wait till he gets fired or fire Quinville. And it sounds like they don't particularly get along, Bowman and Quinville. So, you know, I'm not he, surprised he by that. He kept trading away all the good pieces because calorie, or calorie salary cap. The calorie sap. Yes. The new diet sensation, the calorie sap. Coming to a Walmart near you. For only four easy payments of nineteen ninety five. <laughs> At Walmart? Yes. Okay. So I made a list here of some other possible... Oh wait, there's more. Oh, God. Yes. Order now else? and we'll give you Flex Tape. <laughs> For free. Can I upgrade to Flex Seal? No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on, I put a list here of some <laughs> other possible firings. We have Carlisle on the Ducks, Tortorella on the Blue Jackets, um, Blashill? Blashy? Blashill. Blashill on the Wings, um, Bocher, Butcher on the Sens, Haskstool. Yeah, Haskstool? 
on the Flyers, and then Yo on the Blues. Yo, Yo, Yi. Yo, I think yo. it's pronounced Yo. Yo, okay. And then Haxel. I'm, I'm assuming it has to be Haxel. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. And then it's that time of the week again, ladies and gentlemen. Zach, hit me up with that Nylanders and Matthews news. Well, Matthews is traveling with the team. Uh, they're on the California road trip, so they're playing Los Angeles tonight on Tuesday as we record this. And then I believe they play San Jose, and then they play Anaheim. I could be wrong on the order there, but they're playing all three of the California teams uh, this week. And so they're out there hanging out, being warm, and playing hockey. Uh, and Matthews has come along on the trip. Uh, he's not expected to play at all, but he is getting to skate still and do some shooting drills. Uh, still not allowed to practice with the team, uh, but he's allowed to get on the ice and do those things. But it's good to see that he's with the boys, uh, still maintaining those friendships and, and staying with the team. Uh, that's good. Um, Nylander, uh, not a lot of news still here yet. Uh, we've got news has broken that the... Uh, the Leafs are accepting offers slash, you know, what would teams be willing to offer? They're talking to teams about that now. Uh, that got leaked by an unknown source, uh, but it's pretty safe to assume it's not from the Leafs. Uh, that someone who was making an offer leaked it because uh, no one from the Leafs wants to talk about that at the moment. Yeah, the only other Nylander news I can see is that you picked him up off the waiver wire since one of our uh, guys dropped him. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, I was watching so, him, but I was way too low on that wire count. Yeah, so someone on our team, uh, Mr. Corndogs over there, finally changed his dropped. name to uh, S- S- Sugar Denise. Oh, I didn't see that. Did that happen today? Sh- yeah, he did that today, like okay. three in the Fine. afternoon. Okay. Regardless, that person... Uh, finally dropped Newlander, and I went, well, he's either going to sign by December, get traded by December and sign there, or he's not going to play. So I'll hold on to him for a month, two weeks. Not even, yeah. You were already two weeks in, so basically two weeks, two and a half, and we'll know for sure what's happening. And either I will have wasted a player spot for two and a half weeks, or I'll have a top line winger. On my team for free. You might not, not want to you be careful. You're playing me next week. That's true. I'm gonna have some issues next week. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be down Newlander unless he signs very quickly, uh, which I can pray happens. Uh, Besser is out for at least a week. Hopefully, he comes back in time for for next week against you. Matthews is definitely gonna be out still. So, see, I don't my know team's a hurting unit. How but does the standing thing work? Because. You're listed above me. Is it just because of alphabetical order or because uh, I l- literally lead you in everything? Yeah, I don't know. Besides gaming winning goals, game started. I, wins. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Anyways, my team is killing it this year. I'm so happy. But then again, anything was better than my team last year. Yes. So yeah. going back to the NHL for a minute, like the actual NHL. Oh, yeah, sorry. To just your fantasy league. Um. Another important thing to note is Tom Wilson is back. Uh, he got his sentence. Sentence. Hold on. Uh, you said my, my boy Tom Wilson's back? No. My boy Tom Wilson is not back. He's not my boy. I said Tom Wilson is back, no, boys. My boy Tom Wilson. Yes. Your boy Tom Wilson is back. Um, 
got his suspension shortened to 14 games, even though they've already played 14 games. So he can't go back in time and and uh, play that game in the fourth. The fifteenth game, uh, but um, yeah, he did he get retroactively his, paid though. He does get retroactively paid, uh, so he's getting back uh, from the entire suspension of twenty games, shorting it to twenty uh, to fourteen, gets him back over three hundred k, I believe. Yeah, it's in that ballpark, somewhere in that range. So that's a substantial chunk of change. Uh, I'm not happy about this. I think he deserved all twenty games, uh, and. I am expecting that once again this year he will get suspended again, uh, and this time will be it'll be another one that's a serious, serious suspension for a serious hurt, serious dirty hit, and I think that if it happens anywhere past the halfway mark in the season, he's gone for the year. I see him. Basically, I think he learned his lesson due to the sheer amount of money he lost. But that's just me. I don't know. I'm not sure I, I buy that. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he comes back and is a good little boy who earns his top line dollars and plays clean hockey for the rest of his days. Um, but More that sounds like a fairy tale to me. And... Those don't usually happen. More importantly, the most important thing to take away from this is that the Capitals are starting Phoenix Copley tonight. Woo! Let's go. go. Let's go tech. Anyways, um, they are up one nothing. Sweet. Go Copley. Yep. Um, moving on here, uh, penalty box. I really don't got anything to complain about Ray really this week so far. I've just been busy with work and doggo and stuff. Nylander sign, please. Thanks. Bye. That was a quick power play. Um, I know, right? Yep. Won the faceoff back clapper from the top. Line change. You got anything? Uh, no, not really. Okay, I got I got one thing here. It's just a quick debate here. Do you think the pairwise is a good idea? Like, in the sense that the way that you determine who's going to the tournament at the end of the year is based off of a mathematical formula? Yes. Is that, is that your question? A lot of luck based in hockey, so it could be a little unfair, or you could have some teams who are overperforming due to luck or underperforming due to bad luck. I think that is. You've got a solid point there, uh, but the. I don't think the solution to that is a different ranking system. I think, unfortunately, the solution to that is a larger sample size, which you just can't do with a team in college hockey because you're not going to be able to play say an 82 game season in college hockey uh they just won't let you um and without having oh i'd I'd love it it'd be sick 40 Uh, home games (laughs) that's cool that'd be so sick i'm i'm all here for this but the ncaa is not here for this what are you talking Uh, about they're not even people they're student athletes (laughs) yeah but they're not going to go for that, unfortunately. Uh, and so without adding more sample size, I don't think there's really any way to... I mean, you could try to, to factor in some more advanced stats, I guess, as opposed to win losses. And like, I don't know, factor in Corsi and Fenwick or something, but everyone's going to hate you. Um, 
<laughs> because then then you're starting to be like, oh well, they lost these games, but you know, they shot a lot of times, so they're probably pretty good. So we're gonna rank them higher. Okay. Like, there's no real way to do that that doesn't okay. just make people angry. Because I mean, then you end up with things like, oh, Carolina. I'm going back to the NHL right now because I know the stats a little better there. Carolina has a stupid good Corsi and they're like sitting right around 500 and so you can't look at that and say oh yeah whoever's got the best Corsi guaranteed to be the best team now maybe by the end of the year you know Carolina will keep that same Corsi and they'll have a you know much better record because right now they're just getting unlucky and they'll get you know the luck will even out and they'll still have that good Corsi and they'll have an amazing record at the end of the year maybe and only only time it's going to tell but there's no, there's definitely been teams in the past in the NHL who've had crazy Corsi and have finished terribly and have had bad Corsi and have finished well at the end of the year, full 82 games. And you still, you look at it and go, huh, statistically that doesn't make sense, but they did it. Um, mm-hmm. I get you, I get you. And when it comes down to it, what matters the most is who wins the games. So I don't think there's a stat or any other way of doing it that's going to allow you to really come up with a better ranking system um, without adding more data points, and that's not something we can do. Okay. Um, shoot, I forgot I wanted to talk, bring up one last thing here. Oh, yeah. Um, going back to the Tech Hockey series, I have one last thing, just a cool tidbit here. So Yuho Yokiharu is the brother of Heinrich Yokiharu on the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. He's the older brother. Huh. Wait, yep. the older brother is in college? Yes. And the younger huh. the younger 19-year-old is in the NHL. Right. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, the brother's the defenseman. His, the older brother and Clarkson's a forward. Hmm. Yep. Um... Going on to our slight overtime segment. I have it in all big letters here. Zach finally lost in fantasy. Ha ha ha. Darn. Woe is me. I'm five and one. So am I. And I just picked up a superstar winger for Dennis Chowalski. Okay, we gotta we gotta talk about this real quick. Life's brutal. Superstars and exaggeration. Star is what I meant to say. Okay, but okay, can we can we talk about that for a second here? Sure. So we go to William Nylander, and then I'm going to go to his complete stats. Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll go to 2017, 2018. He played 82 games. He only hit 61 points. Do 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 do. Give me a second. 20 goals, 41 assists. Do 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 do. And that would be. Let me see. 2017, 2018. Hockey reference. Okay. So, 2017, 2018, 61 points. And he had 61 points. 2016, 2017, 61 points. Two years in a row, 61 points. Second and third years in the league. I'm not counting the first year because he only played like 20 games. Yeah, but you see what I mean, though? He only has 61 points. That's not really that big of a star, I would say. So, how many points did David Pasternak have in his third year in the NHL first year that he was healthy the entire time through but he played 46 games one year and 51 the next year 75 and then 82 in his fourth year I have absolutely no idea do you have Pasternak on your team I don't 
Okay. But David Pasternak is a player that I think everyone would agree is one good. of the best wingers in the league. Hey, Phil Kessel ate some hot dogs and got a goal. Congrats. Good for him. Good for my fantasy team. Uh, Pasternak had in 2015-16, in 51 games, he had 26 goals. And then in his third year in the league, he played 75 games and he had 70 goals. So a little bit better. But bear in mind, that was his third year and he had played, I understand Nylander played three years, but the first one was like less than half of what Pasternak had in his first year. 70 mm-hmm. goals. This year, had, last year he had 80, and this year he's on pace for about 90. Those are pretty close to the same numbers. I mean, bear in mind that when he put up 61 goal, 61 points, this is Nylander, he was 19 mm-hmm. the first time, and 20. No, he was 20 and, ni- and 21, sorry. Usually okay, okay. players don't hit their, their prime until... 24, 25 is usually when they start peaking out. If you're putting up 60 goals, 61 points, not goals, 61 points, when you're 20 and 21, usually that means you end up being about an 80 and 90 point scorer when you're 25, 26, 27, assuming you stay healthy. That puts you in legitimate star, borderline superstar level. Okay, okay. Like, he obviously like at that point, no, he's not that good. Like he's not superstar level at twenty. But it's looking at it and saying if he plays if he continues improving like a lot of players of that caliber do over the next three to four years, he's gonna be really, really good. Okay, I can see your point. I'm curious. I, I don't know. Actually, don't know what these numbers are, but I want to look up what from Naren was like his first couple years. Oh God, I don't know. But he was playing on the same line with Kane, so take him with right. a grain of salt. I, I, yeah, he was playing on a, on a really good line, and I know he's also very good. But I'm curious. Um, uh, seventy-seven, seventy-four, and yeah. then okay, so a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> and the Blue Jackets don't know what to do with him. Yeah. I mean, Rip. he still put up 82 points last year on the Blue Jackets. Panarin's yeah. filthy good. So, I don't, How is Patrice Bergeron doing so well? That's what I don't understand. Uh, well, Bergeron is, one, pretty good, and no, two, I know. playing on the second-best line in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the first-best line in hockey? Colorado's first line. And I have Nathan McKinnon. Oh, yeah. And Rant, yeah, Ranson and McKinnon, and uh, that other dude is pretty good. It starts with an L. Yeah, see, that's just what I don't understand. Is he's on a pretty or Bergeron's on a pretty high pace, and his best years have been like sixty three points, fifty three points. That's you see what I mean, sixty eight points. So the fact that he's doing so well so early is kind of like he's blossoming at thirty three. Right, I think part of it is who he's playing with. uh, But I mean, he played with that same line last year. I don't know how many points he put up, but but Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. He played with the face looker. Yeah. That that line is filthy. This is just disgusting, though. Like, yeah. if, you, if you ignore how awful Marchand is as a person and human being, that that line has so much skill on it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sleeping girl. Anyways, I oh, think that just about doggle. does it for us. Do you have anything else you want to add or talk about? 
no i think that's pretty much it okay uh, cool yeah um shameless plug for advertisers bauer ccm uh michigan tech bookstore michigan tech hockey hit us up with those sponsorships we want free stuff lit <laughs> anyways i'm john and i'm zach and don't forget to get pucks deep get pucks to the net and uh, uh, uh oh yeah wins hockey games let's go tech <laughs>